Log Talk Radio.
It just keeps on getting better with time. What's up, everybody? Back again on We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network, with our South Shore Tars for Life show. And uh, we are counting down to the uh, class of 77, 40th year uh, high school reunion this coming Saturday. And I thought this would be a good time for a countdown and feature uh, the alumni from the class of 77. And uh, my guest host today uh, is here for the second time. We had a, a really nice interview the first time around, and she was kind enough to uh, not only to come back on tonight, but to come back on late tonight because this interview almost didn't happen. Uh, last minute, I got got a call for a dispatch out here and I uh, had to go on the job, and I didn't think I'd, I knew I wouldn't make it at the original time, but hey, Sister was kind enough to uh, hang in there, and uh, I understand she's a late-nighter anyway, so it falls right into place, because I am too. I want to welcome from the class of 77, come all the way from Brussels, Belgium, designed designed her trip back home around the reunion so she can see her alumni. Talking about Constant Lewis Rules. How you doing, Constant? I'm fine. How are you? Doing great. Nice to have you on again. I really appreciate you hanging in there with me. Well, thank you for inviting me again. No problem. So, uh, where do we start here, man? I had it all together, and I got I got kind of uh, whopped out with that that dispatch. But we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. Okay. Uh, you are coming back from Brussels, Belgium. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go back to first going to Brussels, Belgium. Uh, you know, you we we did the show before, so I don't want to be too repetitive on that. But you had you had gotten married, and your husband is a uh, resident of Brussels, and he you're over there with him. Yes, I am. How does that? Uh, how do you contrast that? What what kind of what feeling do you get in comparison to uh, being here in the states uh, when you when you when you go to Brussels, Belgium? What was kind of your first impressions getting off the plane? Did you just notice anything in particular, or just kind of just came to you as the days went on? Well, it's an old country, of course, uh, and steeped with a lot of history, and which I love history, so that was right up my alley. But, um, and day by day, month by month, you know, you know, things fall into play, you know, like it's, uh, well, I live in Brussels, of course, and full of statues, full of, ooh, I don't even know what to say. And Brussels is like a melting pot of many different nationalities, religions, and so it's an interesting place to be in, you know. And I often spend my time just watching the people, and mm-hmm. you notice how different they are from what I know and how I grew up or how we are in the United States. What, what, what do you see? As, when you say different, you mean in, as far as uh, just being friendlier or just? Uh, some people are friendly. Some are not. Uh, uh some uh, can be very rude, and which I just think that's crazy. But, you know, yeah, really rude. You know, no one says excuse me when they bump into you or 
anything like that. Uh, so it just amazed me how the different cultures vary, you know, mm-hmm. or even the, like the way that uh, well, people in Belgium eat. They eat with a knife and fork at the same time while they're eating, versus me with my just fork in one hand. And you know, it's a lot of different things that just truly amaze me. Now, now being a, a well, this is what you, it is what it is. You're a black female from America. Do you do you find any uh, particular uh, is is that enhanced toward you this rudeness, or is it just they just some rude folks? Now, some I understand. of it is. Okay. Some of it is. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, in this day and time, you would think. It would things would be different, but they're not. And mm-hmm. some of it is directed because of the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. And you know what can you do? So you know you leave one country where you know it, it happens, and then you go to another one thinking it it would be different, but it's not. And I've just come to find out or come to discover racism is all around the world. Yeah. 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 What, what do you like? What do you like about over there? I mean, if, if someone was to uh, come to you and, and ask you about maybe you know checking out Brussels, Belgium, is that? I mean, and I know you live there, but uh, is there a nightlife and that sort of thing? Is it a big uh, tourist? Oh uh, yeah, they have a nightlife, but unfortunately, I'm a little too old to partake into that. But. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah, the young people, yes, because I had a classmate, well, she was 21, and so she would tell me, you know, about the different clubs and things that, you know, she would go to, but, no, I'm, I I don't have the energy for that anymore, but, yes, there's a nightlife. <laughs> and also, uh, just like uh, Holland, had, Amsterdam has the red light district, Brussels has one as well. Which is not too far from where I live. So, are you are you near, are you near Amsterdam? Uh, about two hours away. Really? Mhm. Okay, I didn't know it was that close. I, I've been to Amsterdam. It's very interesting. Been to Holland also. It's, it's some interesting, interesting places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, so you've uh, been married. What has it been? Two years now. Yes, two years. Uh, Oh, you July sound so 18th. lovely when you say that. Huh? <laughs> you sound so lovely when you said that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you know, uh, uh, marriage takes a lot of time and patience. And, mm-hmm. you know, thank I guess thank God that he and I both have that. So, you know, we make it work. And no, I'm nowhere close to leaving my husband Keith or anybody else out there. That no, no, that. no. I, <laughs> no that's, that's, but that's being real, though. That's being real, though. It's not something that you just walk into and it just all, you know, just 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 fits, you know. Getting, right. Uh, and I tried, and like, I, because people keep asking me, "Oh, so what do you think about marriage?" And I said, "Well, personally, I think it's highly overrated, but okay, <laughs> you know." But I say that because I also got married later in life for the very first time. So it takes a lot of adjusting because for all those years, I only was concerned about me and what I thought or whatever. 
now there's someone else I have to take into consideration. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that that was a big adjustment for me to make. And sometimes it surprises me when I say, oh, I guess I do care about this man because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting him out there. It's not just me. It's we, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but, you know, like I say, we make it work. You know, if there are issues, we talk it out or whatever. But, you know, we make it work. And I I don't regret getting married, put it like that. I don't regret it. Now that's the beautiful thing. That that's that's the beautiful thing that you that you it's it's not like you say you talk about it, work it out. Uh, I'm glad that's working. I'm glad that's working mm-hmm. for you, man. It, it's it's because marriage can be a beautiful thing. It really can. I have nothing bad to say against uh, marriage. I've had more than one. But uh, you'll never hear me say anything bad about marriage. I think they can be beautiful. What what you all are doing, like if you can if you can communicate, yeah, makes a lot of difference. Yeah, and we definitely do a lot of that. My husband believes in talking it out if there's a problem. Okay, let's let's discuss this, you know. Or and sometimes between us, because his mother tongue is French. Okay, a lot of things get lost in translation. And I'll sit there like, what? What did you say? Like, that's the wrong word. Don't use that, you know. But, you know, we we, we work it out. We smooth it out. And we don't let it go. We don't let it go until the next day. So it's okay. That's another key. That's another key. Now, you you mentioned French. How's your French lessons coming? You you, you all right? Can Can you order you a steak at the restaurant or where you at? Uh, parlez-vous français? <laughs> oh, parlez-vous anglais? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's now, it? You should know this one just just on GP. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I, I had French in high school. Didn't do too well, but uh, I know it's, it's, not the easiest, it's not the easiest language to learn. No, it's not. It truly isn't. It, trust me, it's not. Because I had to repeat the first class, and I don't regret doing that because I just couldn't grasp it. And the teacher that I had was not really willing to help me grasp it either. And so the, the second time around, oh, I got it. Oh, yes. And I was one of the top students. The first class, I was the worst student, okay? So I did pretty good. But the second class, I had instructors who cared. And, you know, they can speak English, too. So they could see on my face if I was confused, and they'll go constant. You know, and they'll say it in English. And i oh, okay, 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 I got it. Yes, okay. You know, sometimes you just need that little extra help. But the first teacher, she wasn't willing to do that. She only spoke French. And the only way for her to explain things to me was to speak more French at me. And I would just look at her and go, oh, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't know nothing that she was saying. Yeah, she should have known that. Wow. Oh, she knew it. Because <laughs> as soon as she walked away, I turned around and asked my classmate, what did she say? You know, so the, the classmates had to tell me because I didn't have a clue, trust me. 
But the second time around, I, I did very well, and I was very happy, very proud of myself, truly proud of myself, because I could actually read something, even if I didn't know every word that I looked at, but I could pick out enough to yeah. know what was being asked of me. So uh, very happy. Now, before we before we we're gonna we're gonna go back and talk about South Shore reunion and so forth. But one more thing, as far as Belgium is, is concerned, uh, I'll call him Trump. Uh, just for the sake, of so you know, I can. What's what's the impression over there of Trump in the United yeah. States? Did, is that something that's vocal? Do you hear anything? Do they, what's on the oh, news shit. there? Uh, what's happening? All with that? the time. Oh. Now, as far as the news, I couldn't really tell you what the news say because. You know the programs are in French, and I don't know that much French. Oh, really? But okay. uh, the people in the city they can't stand him. They they do not like him whatsoever, and even from other countries. Because in my classes, uh, you know, there are students representing many different countries, and no other country likes him either. You know, and. I had one student, he asked me, why are you here in Belgium? And I looked at him, I said, because my husband is Belgian, so I came to stay here. And he said, oh, I thought you left because of Trump. And I go, oh, no, I was already here before that happened. I said, no. (laughs) You know, so... I just look at them like, what? Uh, whenever people ask me, where are you from? And I always say Chicago. Oh, Donald Trump. I go, no, he's from New York. Has nothing to do with Chicago. And I just shake my head, but no, they, uh, none of them like him. You know, even the prime minister, no, the president in uh, France can't stand him. Mm-mm. He is not, well, not surprised. There. Not, su- not surprised. Not surprised to hear that. I, my, my feelings are well known. We don't need to go into go into that. But I sure do understand, and not surprised they feel that way. And they know I'm I can I can only shake my head. I, I once like when I started uh, get my We Are Everyday People show back on, then I'll do more more political talk. But now we want to talk more about uh, the reunion coming up, oh, which is this yes. coming Saturday, and the picnic, and Ooh. I'll be at both of them. I'll, I'll oh, be good. There. And uh, I'll be there ch- trying to get some interviews, uh, you know, trying to get as much photo and video and do some Facebook Live. I've got a whole bunch of stuff planned for it. So it's going to be a good time. Oh, sounds like it will be. I always look forward to the reunion. So <laughs> I can't wait. I'm actually on pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I totally understand. Is there anybody... Uh, that you haven't seen in a long time, that you're kind of looking forward to see, uh, seeing, or I know you want to see well, everybody. But. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know other than a couple of people from Facebook that I, you know, know definitely who are going. But so I have no idea who's who's coming, who's expected. But I, I would love to see Brenda Major. She and I were best friends in high school, and I have not seen Brenda in a very long time. If if she were to come, oh, that would just make it for me. But uh, ew, and honestly, I'm trying to think. 
No, because I think there's a couple of people I don't want to see, and I'm going to be honest about that. <laughs> uh, but other than that. Be, be, be nice now. Be nice. I guess you are being nice. But other than that, no. It, it, it's almost, it almost feels like Christmas, you know. You don't know what you're going to get till you wake up and open your gifts. So I just want to get there and see who's there. That's, that's a good analysis. That's a good analysis. Mm-hmm. I know when I've, when I've gone, uh, I went to uh, the class 76 last year, and, of course, my class of 75. And it, 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 is, it is like Christmas when you, you walk in there and uh, some people you think about, some people that you remember, but you just, they just haven't crossed your mind for, for whatever reason, nothing you know, against right, anybody. But right. when you see them, it's like, wow, wow. It's like you're in a room with a bunch, a bunch of celebrities, you know? Yeah. And the one thing I can say about my class we look good. We look real good, you know. So it's like, you know, it just be good to see everybody, you know, even though it be for a short time. And I know in past years when we've had reunions and we get together, we really hate to leave each other, you know. It's like, can we make this day go even longer, you know. So it's just going to be kind of exciting Well, this time my husband will be with me, and he doesn't stay up as long as I do, but I plan to take in as much as I can. <laughs> well, look forward to meeting him. Look look forward to oh, meeting him. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it was, uh, man, I, I hate that. I, I, had, I had something right on, the, right on my forehead, and it dissolved. Man, I felt it dissolve, too, but it'll come back. It'll oh, come wow. Back. <laughs> Wow, I hate when that happens. That must be that age thing, I guess, huh? Oh, but, no, uh, yeah. today I, I, I had a memory, whatever you want to call it. I took my nephew's car in to the shop, and I'm trying to tell the man what happened. I said, my, he hit, and I just went blank. And I'm, I keep trying to think, and the man said, he hit something. I say a hole in the ground. <laughs> uh it, but, you know, it disconnected the muffler or something. And do you know, it took me until the man told me the car was ready. Then I go, oh, now I remember. He hit a pothole. <laughs> the man had to laugh. I said, I've been sitting here all this time trying to think of what it was. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> so I'm like, is, is old age creeping in or what? <laughs> so, but yeah, so but. we're coming to the reunion, but what what kind of, uh, when, when you, I guess I'll, I'll ask this question again. I'm sure I'll probably get a different answer than I did the last time. But when when you think back uh, back in the days, uh, just, I mean, what what kind of sticks out? I mean, it, it could just be the, the, route, the route you walked home from school, uh, you know, being in the cafeteria, eating and uh, talking about certain things with the with the ladies. Uh, what what kind of what what memories come to mind when you think about back back in the golden days of uh, Prepville? Hmm. Well, well huh. I guess you could say yeah, being in the cafeteria at lunchtime, talking with my friends. But I was an office aide, so. I could almost be in every lunch period, you know, with with the pass, the office pass, and just, mm-hmm, you know, and sit with different people and talk, you know. But, uh, and being in ROTC, I, I, I truly love that. And we were like a family. 
we were our own family, and it's just a lot of memories with that. <laughs> oh, I truly love that. It, it came Ooh. across, it, it, and, and that kind of show, too, the ROTC did seem like a really unified group separate from everyone else. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, it, it, they, they had their own thing, and they had their own yeah. unity. Yeah. It was obvious. Because even if one of us got in trouble in another class, the teacher didn't have to call our parents. They called Sergeant Willis. And... When I would see Sergeant Willis walk from that old building and you see him walking in the new building, he looking for somebody. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, whoever he's looking for, they're going to be in trouble. Ooh, you know, (laughs) because he didn't normally be in the new building. Well, at that time, what was the new building? But, oh, no, they called Sergeant Willis, and Sergeant Willis took care of the problem. So, no. And I'll never forget one time Michael White and Ben, I can't think of his last name, but he played a trumpet in band. They got in some trouble. So Sergeant Willis paddled them. So much so till we had a talent show that night, and Michael White had to play the drums, and he had a heck of a time sitting on that seat. <laughs> Trying to play them drums. I will never forget that. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, so, and we loved that man, okay? We loved him. No matter what he said to us or how rough or hard he may appear, we loved him. We truly did. Respected him to the utmost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I had uh, I got that impression. He, I, I knew he was a really, really respected person just by what I would hear over here and the reaction I would see, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in his inter- interactions with those that I did see. And he just carried himself like a really respectable person. Oh, yeah. Because so, I even I, went back to him once I graduated because he used to have these crazy sayings and, like, Sergeant Willis, that don't make sense. Okay, Lewis, uh-huh, you, you will see, you will find out. And I had to go back to him and tell him you was right. I understand what you were saying now, you know. <laughs> so, so he taught us well. Seen, as a matter of fact, if anybody, well, they probably have seen the number, but 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513, you want to call and say hello to Constant. Uh, look forward to seeing her, haven't seen her in a while, and, if you haven't, if you listen, I'm sure it's nice to hear her voice. She's still among us. It's, all, it's a beautiful thing to wake up in the morning. I tell Amen. you. Amen. Uh, now that you've you've been you've gone to Brussels. Now, when you come back here, is is there a different? Do you get a do you get a different vibe? Is there any, any difference, or just you back home? Is nothing's changed? It's all good. Let's what's next? You know, let's keep it. Moving. Oh well, that's you know a lot has changed, but as far as you know, they tore this building down, built this up. Oh, they moved this. This is no longer here. It's that sort of thing. But as far as my family and friends, everyone is still the same towards me. And this particular trip, I took the time to reconnect and connect with my family from going to Vegas to visit my father's middle sister and her children and grandchildren and 
then going to San Francisco to visit with my brothers and sister, niece and nephew, uh, visit the brothers in Galesburg. And so I've just really been trying to, who, I don't know. I guess just make sure everything is okay, you know. Don't feel mm-hmm. just because I'm over there, I'm still not one of you. You know, you know, I, I'm still thinking about you. You're still there. There's a, oh, my aunt and I, we shared so many memories, and then she had the nerve to say I kept her up all night talking, but she was the one talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just been it's just been a beautiful thing connecting with that family. So it's mm-hmm. all good. So what I'm going to do, I guess I'll take my old school break and come back. When we come back, uh, I guess the final two questions. uh, Well, one of them will just be a closing statement. You know how I do that. I'll give you a chance to take the floor and say whatever it is you want to put out there. If you want to put a shout out for the reunion, whatever you want to say and however you want to say it, you'll have that opportunity. Plus one more more question. But before I take the break, I got to say and uh, give my condolences to – Brother Thomas Orr, because his son, uh, Thomas Orr Jr., uh, is a police officer in Lee Summit, Missouri, which is, a, I believe, a suburb of Kansas City, Missouri, uh, was shot and killed a few days ago. And uh, I, I can't imagine the, the hurt and pain that the family is uh, suffering through right now. But I do want to offer my condolences, and I want to uh, give a moment of silence now if you, if you, whether or not you pray, whether or not you meditate, or whether or not you just think. Do what you do for this moment of silence for the Thomas Orr family. Thank you. And we'll be right back.
Saturday's reunion, Star Show Class of 77. I'll be there looking forward to seeing everybody uh, at the reunion and at the picnic. Constance, you still with me? Yes. All right. All right. So, uh, we're going to talk about your bucket list. What, uh, what, 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 what's in store for you? What, what you want to do uh, for the first time? What you want to do again that you really enjoy doing? What's What's out there for you? You know, we we uh, it's that time. Don't get done. Well, and yeah, that's true. As I mentioned before, that I wanted to uh, complete a novel and have it published, and I'm closer to that goal. And after meeting with my brother and sister in San Francisco and sharing where I was taking the story and how I wanted to end it, they were very supportive and very positive in what direction I was going. So I have a good feeling about it. And uh, hopefully soon you'll see... A book on the shelf with my name on it. <laughs> well, have, well, what 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 can you tell us about the book without giving giving away anything? What you, you mentioned a novel. Is it a drama? Is it a love story? Or... Well, I love mysteries and I love mm-hmm. romance novels, so it's kind of a combination of a romance mystery, and it involves three people, but maybe not. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Well, tell me when. When do you have any uh, estimate as to when this might be going on? Are you just gonna kind of roll with it and play it by ear? And uh, where, where, where does that stand? Well, I pray that by next summer, okay. uh, it everything will be in the works. Well, and I'll that, tell you. Uh, 
No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you go well, right ahead. Well, like I said, I pray that, you know, everything will be where I need it to be at that moment. So hopefully I'll be ready to start plugging the book and everything else. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it, it sounds good. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope to uh, be one of the first to read. Maybe I can uh, be honored to have you as a guest uh, once it's out for a while, and we can, you know, talk about it and uh, give you the respect and the recognition that I'm sure you will deserve. Well, yeah, of course. But you know, Mr. Shapiro has to get the first copy. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't well, coming coming number two to Mr. Shapiro is is, is not a is not a bad thing at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he has to get the first copy <laughs> and give me the thumbs up. Okay. Okay. You you got to go back to creative writing uh, 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 mode huh? and get that get that grade. Okay, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. So I promised him. Yes, he he gets to read it. He gets the first copy. So yes. And yes, and you can get the second copy. <laughs> I, that works works with that. There, there is nothing wrong with coming in number two behind Mr. Shapiro. Believe me, that's that's a, that's an honor in itself too. Uh, so, yeah, well, you know that's my guy. Oh, I know that. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> well. I tell you, he, that's a whole other show. We can we can we can talk about. Oh, this okay. the the man is a the, just a beautiful person, a humanitarian, and. All the rest. And while speaking of him, I want to congratulate him, his daughter Angela, her husband Jimmy, on the birth of their baby son, Sean. Sean James. Yes, she, sir. Uh, yeah, he's got a beautiful little boy. Mm-hmm. That's grand, grandbaby number two. Yes. Yeah. So Madeline has company now. <laughs> Okay, so before we shut it down, uh, as I always do, uh, I usually hand the mic over to my guest uh, guest host and uh, just let them give a closing statement and whatever it is uh, you want to share with the world and however you want to say it, take as long as you need or as short as you need, but it's just an opportunity that I extend to you, and uh, I'm going to hand you the mic now, and you can let it flow. Okay. Well, first of all, to all my South Shore Tars, looking forward to this 40th reunion, class of 77. And I pray that we do it up big. And for those, some of our classmates are not feeling up to par, but I pray that God touches them and keeps them with us a little while longer. And um, as I said before, you know, I believe in being positive living your life, doing some things that you've always wanted to do. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us. Don't be careless. Don't be reckless. But if you want to take a trip, do that. You know, if it's something expensive you wanted to buy, if you can afford it, of course, but do that. We get one life. That's all we get. So make the best of it. And thank you, Keith, for inviting me back. And thank you for uh, coming on, and I, I really appreciate it. Uh, when is I expected? And I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to meeting Patrick, and I look forward to seeing all the uh, class of '77. I, I, I'm looking forward to getting that 
kid feelings again. I feel like a little kid back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's going to be so exciting because, you know, we're actually meeting on Friday night, too. So I'm going to go there so, you know, I get a taste of who's here, who's going to be here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hate I'm going to miss it. I'm, I'm, I'm coming in on uh, Saturday morning. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss the, the club, man. I, I, I was, I'm, I'm still thinking about rearranging some things to make it because that's going to be a nice something, something. Yeah. But as I close, as always, I just want to say that in the name of whomever, and Constant, thank you so much for coming on. Let me break. I just want to say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, no problem. It means a lot to me. In the no name problem. of whomever. Or whatever, your spiritual power. Peace and good night. 